Coming up on this Friday edition of The Daily, we'll get into last night's Lucas opener, including a little drama in qualifying. We've also got news from Taylor Reimer, Kobodine, and the Extreme Dirt Car Series. Let's go. Today is Friday, January 28th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is off and running for 2022, and we had some drama on night one. We had multiple leaders in the feature and some good racing at Golden Isles. It didn't take long for that new droop rule with Lucas to bite some teams on Thursday night as well. If you might remember, they had that big late model meeting at the PRI show in December to streamline the late model rulebook situation kind of between the national series and the regional series. And Lucas agreed to enact the droop rule, which effectively limits left rear travel on those cars. In the first qualifying group of the night, Brandon Overton set fast time, but immediately had his lap thrown out when tech official Steve Francis found his car to be outside the limit on that droop. And then in the second group, Earl Pearson Jr. went third quick, I think, uh, and had his time chucked for the same offense. That put both drivers in a massive hole for the night with 47 cars entered and neither really recovered on the night. Overton was able to go 8th to 6th in his heat and EPJ went 8th to 5th. Both moved forward in their B mains, but both missed the transfer by one spot. Overton was done for the night while EPJ took a provisional and went 25th to 13th in the feature. Both clearly had fast cars on the night and will definitely be looking to rebound tonight. Another driver who didn't have a great start to the weekend was Jimmy Owens. He crashed in qualifying and his guys had to thrash to get the car repaired for heat races, which unfortunately they missed. He then also needed a provisional to make the night's feature. He was able to drive through the field though for a 10th place finish. Kudos to Kyle Bronson and his team that now runs Golden Isles Speedway. The track was in great shape last night and we had some really good racing. It's wild to see that place on the broadcast because it looks absolutely huge. You can easily go three wide through the corners, maybe four wide even, uh, and it definitely looks bigger than the four tenths mile it's listed at. In the night's feature, Ricky Thornton Jr. and Kyle Larson led the field to green, and it was young money out to the early lead. His time out front was short-lived though, as would be the case for the next two cars to lead after Larson. Tyler Erb used a high side move to take the top spot from the sixth car on lap eight, but then lost the lead to Brandon Shepard on lap 14. Shepard then was only out front for four laps before Devin Moran used lap traffic to sneak by to lead lap 18. From that point, Moran was untouchable out front. He led the final 23 circuits to take the victory and the $10,000. Shepard, Larson Erb, and Tim McCready completed the top five on the night. It's a little strange to see that we had literally no Lucas regulars on the podium. I used to think about that group being so strong and for them to kind of miss out on the podium on the opening night, it's a, a little surprising. Looking ahead to the weekend, it looks like the rain is going to hold off tonight and we should be fine for Saturday, but it's not going to be warm. Make sure you pack those blankets if you're headed out there. A few notes from last night from various places and sources. The Lucas rookie class right now includes Garrett Alberson in the Black Diamond house car. Spencer Hughes and PCC Motorsports, Ashton Winger, and then Ross Robinson announced yesterday they are going to tackle the full schedule. And on Dirt on Dirt's drive home last night on Facebook, it was mentioned that Dalton Wilson could join that group depending on how Speed Weeks plays out for that team as well. Michael Rigsby also said that both Jimmy Owens and Jonathan Davenport confirmed to him that they are not running a series full-time in 2022, instead choosing to chase that cash. Uh, that's what we've been hearing and what we've been expecting from those two. 
As for the races coming up over the next couple of weeks, Rigsby mentioned that he and Steve Francis think they'll probably have 40-ish cars at Ocala Monday and Tuesday. Again, 40-ish cars at Alltech on Thursday and Friday next week. But that at East Bay, we could potentially see something over 70 cars. I think that would be really incredible for those nights over there at East Bay. As for win picks last night, both me and the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula are now 0 for 2. The formula had McCready, who finished 5th, and I had Overton, who obviously ran up against that droop rule. For tonight, the formula now likes Larson for the win. Well, I'm going to stick with Overton. I think he was fast and will be back tonight on a mission. Draw me a comment. Let me know who you're taking for the wins this weekend at Golden Isles. The next two nights can be watched live online on Mav TV+. The USAC National Midget season gets going at Bubba Raceway Park on February 11th, and announcements are starting to come out about who will race the series full-time. We already know that Buddy Kofoid will be back with Keith Coons to defend his series championship, and Brenham Crouch will be back as well with the team. Joining these two at KKM will be a new full-timer. After running a partial midget schedule in 2021, Taylor Reimer will return to Keith Coons Motorsports to take on the full slate of USAC National events. She appeared 23 times last season with a best finish of 8th, which she did twice at Action Track USA and at Ventura. She had four total top 10s and an average finish of 14th, and along the way, she also picked up two heat race wins and two quick times. A few weeks ago at the Chili Bowl, Reimer made her prelim night feature and finished 11th in a Saturday D-Main. In between her racing commitments this season, Reimer is also finishing up her degree at the University of Oklahoma. And joining Reimer as a full-timer with the USAC, uh, with a USAC series in 2022 will be Cole Bodine. With his family-owned DCT racing team, Bodine will take on the full sprint car schedule, and the team will run a second car with select drivers making starts, uh, kind of in a driver development program. DCT is owned by Kevin Bodine and Lynn Crow, and in the past two seasons, Bodine has appeared 22 times with the USAC National Sprint Cars. He has a best finish of 8th, which came at Lawrenceburg in October of 2020. He'd been racing with Clausen Marshall, but they parted ways partway through the season in 2021. Bodine has two total top 10 finishes over that span and an average feature finish of 15th. The team will open the year at Bubba Raceway Park coming up in a few weeks, and the second car will be driven by 16-year-old Jack Hoyer. It will be Hoyer's first USAC national event. The Extreme Dirt Car Series announced a couple of date changes yesterday for events that were previously postponed because of weather. Lakeview Motor Speedway has been added back to the schedule on Thursday, March 24th, and the series will now co-sanction the Rock Gullet Memorial at Cherokee Speedway with the World of Outlaws Late Models. That happens March 25th and 26th. These three races will now be the final of the season for the Extreme Dirt Car Series, and they will help decide the championship. Two other races are still to come as well, February 25th at Livonia and February 26th at Modog, which is now Little River Speedway. So with five races still to run, Ross Bales leads Carson Ferguson and Ben Watkins for the championship. These are all races you can watch live on Dirt Vision. For more series information, visit ExtremeDirtCar.com. That's Extreme with an X. Out in Arizona last night at Cocopah Speedway, nine-time USAC CRA champion Damian Gardner got the 2022 season off to a good start. He set a new track record in qualifying and then led the final 24 laps of a 30-lap main event to grab his 90th career series victory. Austin Williams, Ricky Lewis, Brody Roa, and Charles Davis Jr. completed the top five. The non-wing sprint car series is back tonight and tomorrow night at Cocopah for two more full shows. And they've got a pretty solid group racing this weekend. It includes Stevie Sussex and JJ Yaley and a bunch of other guys as well. 
And at East Bay last night during Winter Nationals action, Victor Lee picked up the win over Lucas Lee and Alan Weiser. Weiser drove up from 21st to finish on the podium with a completely white race car. The UMP mods are back again tonight at East Bay for another round of racing with $1,500 on the line. Last night's field grew to 63 cars, so plenty of good guys on the property for the next couple of nights. There are five shows on the streaming schedule today with plenty of dirt racing happening on the services through the weekend. Today we've got the Winter Nationals, like I just mentioned, and Flow 24-7 happening over at Flow Racing. MAV-TV Plus has more Lucas Late Model action from Gold Niles, and Speedsport has those USAC CRA sprint cars, and there's also IMCA Racing from uh, Arizona. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, again, this week, we'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>